When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of August 17th here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual. Yeah, that's right. News AF back to talk about all these uh, great News stories, including the ones that you have sent us on our brand new Google form. You can send in News AF stories anytime you see them. Use the link robhasawebsite.com slash News AF News. Any time of the week you see something that you're scrolling, even if it's not the day before News AF, you send that to us at robhaswebsite.com slash news af news in addition to sending them in our facebook group uh, on facebook which is group af let's welcome in the man who is wearing a limited edition hat nobody else can get it he's pickleball's top influencer and america's dad please welcome mm-hmm. your friend and mine it's tyson apostle i'm here again guys I can't believe I haven't missed a single week. Danny's missed a week. I haven't missed a week. Of, yeah, uh, never missed a week. Yeah, you've never missed one. Missed two and earlier this missed, year. Yeah, Rob missed two weeks earlier this year. Uh, I never have, and uh, that's a record I intend to keep going. Yeah. So, yeah, just pickleballing over here. Uh, you know me. You're the Cal Ripley Jr., right, of podcasting? In that I've never missed. Yeah, my yeah. streak is the longest of all podcasters oh. combined. Okay. You know, Cal Ripken Jr., allegedly, uh, Kevin Costner had an affair with his wife. Yeah, well, he had lots of the wife had tons the, of time. Is this the podcast for alleged news? I mean, <laughs> we talk about a lot of alleged news. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, when did this happen? Recently? No, back when he was playing baseball. Mm, who? Who? Who was playing baseball? Cal, Cal Ripken, Ripken or Jr. was playing baseball, and then while he was supposed to be playing, playing baseball, baseball, Kevin Costner was uh, supposedly having so, so sex Kevin, with his wife. Mm-hmm. Well, so Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner wasn't playing baseball at this time. If you think about no. it, someone like Cal Ripken is the perfect person to cheat on. His schedule is so well known, very dependable, and you know he's never going to like forget his keys and come back to the house. So you're like, no, the game starts at five. He'll be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be over at five oh five. Yeah, they, Kevin Costner uh, was uh, around for the Field of Dreams baseball game. Did you watch that this week? Uh, uh, it was the most viewed, what was it, baseball game in decades. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. Uh, I saw screenshots of it. Did they really emerge from the cornfield or was I looking at a screenshot from the movie? I think they put the baseball players in the corn. Okay. All right. It's, it's kind of scary. Like mm-hmm. if anyone emerging from a cornfield, a dark cornfield is Because you're thinking, yeah, you're thinking more of children of the corn than. Or uh, in many horror movies where nothing good has ever emerged from a cornfield at what night. About corn. Well, the corn Ew. comes out during Ooh, the day. Mm-hmm. And also, what about that baseball movie where those historic baseball ghosts come out and play? That was a dark cornfield at night. Oh, yeah. What was that movie? They were ghosts. But they were good ghosts yeah. playing baseball. You don't know they were good ghosts. The no babe. One, like, no one interacted with them on like a personal level. What if mm-hmm. they, who knows what they do in their free time when they're not watching baseball? Bro, I think you have a negative stigma towards dark cornfields. And I, I do. don't mm-hmm. like it. Nothing yeah. good happens in the cornfield at night, Tyson. Okay. I dare you to wander through cornfields at what night. What about when you touched your first girlfriend in the <laughs> corn maze? <laughs> this in is Utah, not Nebraska. Stop. Rob's like, stop. Where's that uh, button? 
<laughs> Danny Bryson, everybody. That was that chord maze, Danny. Guys, I'm going to talk about something else. It's yeah. been on my mind. I yeah, thought yeah, about yeah. it a lot as I was falling asleep. Yesterday, while I was editing videos, I watched the entire Netflix UFOs Unclassified. Oh, I which, you're going to say Sexy Beasts. No. Yeah. Which, by the <laughs> way... Let me watch that. Yeah. If you have a show called UFO Classified, don't put uh, an alien on an autopsy table as like your thumbnail. Okay, so you just, watch... Wait, so this is on Netflix. It's called UFOs Declassified? Yeah, Declassified, Unclassified. I, I can't remember. I, I clicked on it, watched all the episodes. How many? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's like seven or eight. Okay. Um, yeah. Top Secret UFO Project Declassified. Is that what so, it's called? Is that the full title? So you're yes. saying that... Don't put that as your thumbnail because it won't draw you in, but it did draw you in and you watched them all. No, what drew me in was someone else mentioned that they watched it. And so I'm like, fine, I'll watch it. Right. Because I like a good alien story. Yeah, of course. And you you know what the problem is with the the whole alien thing? uh, And I was thinking about this yesterday when I was watching it. There's probably good stories a few good stories mixed in with a lot of bad stories. One mm-hmm. thing I thought of, and this is what I told the person who uh, introduced me to the, the show. One thing that makes no sense. And this goes back to an episode, an alien episode that happened in Phoenix mm-hmm. in the nineties that they talk about that there's always talk about lights. And I, I finally thought about it. I thought, why would aliens use lights? They traveled space. They probably have amazing scanning technology yeah. but every time people see aliens they've got all their lights on they don't need position lights they don't need landing lights what they don't need any of that signals, stuff uh, they don't Danny. need turn what, signals what about this, uh, that you have one ufo right behind Ooh. another one they don't have brake lights they don't need any of that technology lights? in every story they're using telepathy to communicate you think they need lights to see as they fly in you know the late in dusk they don't have windows they don't need windows they don't need windows Starship and that part, has a lot of windows Every story yeah. involved lights, well, except for, and this mm-hmm. is these are the stories I think are more legit. The Tic Tacs don't ever have, uh, at least not in any stories I've heard, lights. The other thing is they only seem to abduct people in the boonies. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. They never abduct well, some Harvard. And a UFO in Manhattan, Danny? Well, I, I don't know, but they never abduct. No, noise. That's a lot of noise, dude. If you no, go to somewhere the where there's thing. like. No, no, no. no that's but, what thing. I'm saying is you go to. There is no noise coming. But what I'm saying is you can abduct you can abduct somebody to anally probe them quite easily from a population of 200. If you're going to somewhere where there's a population of 2 million, somebody else is going to see that. And yeah, but if you have the ability to beam up one individual, you got to go to Snowflake, Arizona, field, Snowflake, from like Arizona, a thousand feet up above. I know Snowflake it does talk about that. It's like you could do that in Manhattan. One person walking a dog in Central Park, you could easily beam them up. You'd right? be spotted. Then, They'll call in the national. They'd be guard. like a Harvard grad. Can we get like a Harvard grad with some kind of, uh, you know, science based mind? It's mm-hmm. just never, it's Maybe always. Cochran. Yeah, maybe. And, and you know what? I don't want to discredit these people because I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe they had they're well educated. They just you know kept their country bumpkin accent. That, you know that's not an indication of anyone's intelligence. No. Their accent, sure. but it's like every single time it's just they're alone and they're out in the woods and people yeah. out in the woods alone. That's like a, being alone in a cornfield at night. It's like if you're the kind of Is person who hangs like out cornfield, Danny, because that's sort of like oh the yeah, gateway drug yeah. to get abducted. Totally, yeah. you know they're rolling those uh, crop circles out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to be out in a cornfield. Yeah. So anyway, the problem with the show, and I did, I did like it. One was there; they didn't do reenactments. I guess that computer-generated graphics are now so cheap that you can do cheap video game like like reenactments. Yeah, that look so bad. And then it's just there's so many things I want to I want to believe, mm-hmm. but just don't make any sense. Uh, so it, it, if you have time and you're interested in UFOs, watch it. But uh, I think that you'll be, I mean, there's a guy who talks about working in an underground laboratory in New Mexico. Okay. And he talks about seeing a star chart that shows how to travel through the galaxy. Sure. He talks about exactly where the aliens come from. He talks about all of these things, mm-hmm. but again, like everything else, there's zero evidence. You know, yeah. he never provides anything other than fantastic stories. And that's mm-hmm. what, 75% of it is fantastic stories and bad pictures. So are you more in on aliens now or out slightly less uh, in on aliens, a little bit more out mm-hmm. just okay. because it's just too much crazy mixed in so, with a couple good stories. So if you were Danny, hear me out here. 
Okay. If you were an alien and you had to probe somebody somewhere without knowing anything about anything, where are you going? Oh, like to probe a human? Yeah. Well, I'd like to get a, a good, you know, a diverse group of probees. I'd like to yeah. think I'd pull some from cities. I'd like to think I'd pull some from rural areas. I'd like to think I'd pull some, you know, so you're from desert. More than one. You're trying yeah, to probe as many as you can. Why are you probing just one? If they're so scientific, the UFO people, it's like mm-hmm. they should get a good sample. You know, that, that's not a good sample. Always pulling people from the country. That's not giving you a okay. good idea of what humans have to offer mm-hmm. biologically. I mean, a lot of those people out there, the small communities, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of genetic diversity. Okay. So, I mean, I would be really interested in the cities. They'd yeah. be fascinating. Would you volunteer, to Danny? To be abducted? Yeah. No. Just to be e- probed. No. Even though everyone in the in every episode. What if you're going in for a colonoscopy, you're already put under, and they're like, hey, we have well, aliens they, here. Yeah, they, we have aliens can, that also <laughs> right now want to piggyback off of this colonoscopy yeah. and just do a quick probe. Could I mean, you, yeah, as it ends, just be like, could you give me a screenshot of, just, of any polyps? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I would. I think prefer to have the aliens do my colonoscopy. I mean, I kind of feel like that they're going to have much better technology. I mean, they're going to have technology that is probably yeah. hundreds of years better than what we have. It's like, yeah, we well, went. Why in for are the you holding them on this pedestal? Maybe well, we they're hundreds of like years some behind. Carpal tunnel syndrome. Yeah. Also, they didn't get back here using tech a hundred years behind. Everyone who was abducted in all these episodes, they all say that uh, it was they they weren't necessarily benevolent, but they weren't malicious in their um, yeah, it's probing. very business different, right? Yeah, it's like a very pilot, professional, scientific. Very, they're very yeah. professional probers. It sounds okay. like, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, so, I, I cool think about that. Watched every episode yesterday in a major binge. Okay, well, if anybody. Uh, has ever been probed that's listening to this, uh, get in touch with, uh, uh, Rob at, uh, or you can just message <laughs> the podcast on the website probably and let us know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Or let us know in the Facebook group. Yeah. I'm looking for people who have been taken up from cities. Okay. I don't need any, to hear any you more stories. To hear any more. Drinking alone out there with abducted. their pickup truck in a field. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. All right, we got a lot of stories to get to today. So why don't we uh, jump yeah, in? One wasn't this was, it, but this was a story. We, yeah, uh, yes. Oh, I was just going to say the aliens wasn't even a story. That was just Danny yeah, watching yeah, Netflix. Just, we didn't even know Danny did like extracurricular research to talk Extra about what's going on on Netflix. Yeah. Wow. Okay, uh, I'm excited. Let's get into this first story, Rob. Sorry to cut you off there. No, no problem. I, I was just going back to see what you were saying as we were talking about a Utah kid's birthday party gone awry. Uh, there was a some some birthday kids who went to go see a went to play Scales and Tails. Uh, Danny, you remember the Scales and Tails? No, and I've heard of it. I wasn't invited to this party either. Do you know the people that went to it? No. Oh, I have heard of Scales and Tails, but I've never been to Scales and Tails. But I would like to experience Scales and Tails, or maybe not after this story. I don't know what's to come. Mm-hmm. Let's hear. Okay. So over at Scales and Tails, uh, there was a uh, birthday party for some young children. And Should I the- say what Scales and Tails is? Sure. It's like a reptile animal, like you can go in and then they have like, they bring out animals. Here's a giant snake. They have a handler there that's showing all the kids the animals. You probably can pet some or hold some yourself, right? And uh, I think that's essentially the gist of it. Yeah. And so over at Scales and Tails, uh, they were having a birthday party and uh, they were showing the children a lovely alligator named Mm -hmm. Darth Gator. Not lovely. Mm-hmm. I like the name, but yeah. the name is ominous. Cool name. Cool yeah. name. Yeah. And, Very cool uh, name. The show went awry where I guess uh, Darth Gator, true to his name, mm-hmm. ended up turning Choking. evil and attacking the woman working there. He tried to take the hand. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, How so big is this Gator? Much like Darth Gator, Darth yeah. Vader took uh, Luke Skywalker's hand as his own hand was taken from him by Obi-Wan That's Kenobi. Right. Yeah. Uh, Betty, I am your Actually, father. Actually, no, I'm sorry. No, you're not. Uh, who took his hand? Count Dooku? Didn't Darth cut off Luke's hand? Both. Both. They both lost a hand. Father and son. Jerk. Oh, so the kids are behind glass. The kids are behind glass looking at yeah. Darth Gator. 
Uh, and then check check out what happens. Uh, again, this is some um, uh, disturbing content potentially. I'm gonna watch, but behind my finger cracks, so it looks like I'm filters out all the bad stuff. Yeah. So here are the kids. They're at the birthday party, and the lady opens up the door to say, "Hey, kids, say hello to Darth Vader." Here he is, just pinch his face. Oh, he's got my arm. He's got my arm. Oh, he's pulling me into the tank. No. Doesn't pull. She climbs into the tank, it seems like. In fairness. Oh, it's doing the roll. Doing the roll. Yeah, it does the roll. In fairness, I think it got her hand. It's like, oh, come here. No, I agree. I agree. She had to follow it in to alleviate the pressure of it pulling and twisting at the same time. But once you're in the water with an alligator, isn't that what they always say? Like, no, that's the yeah. shallow water, though. That was only like a foot. Mm-hmm. We yeah. know. I, I I think that the alligator's small enough. She's going to live. But is she going to keep her hand is now the the what you're fighting for here. So then here comes the water and then the hero comes along. Watch this technique, okay? He's gonna, takes a little while. He's gonna he's gonna get into and he's gonna get on the alligator's back. Would you do this, Danny? Yeah, probably. You would do you have to. I'd like to think. Danny would be Me like, too. get my GoPro. And then you pry the because <laughs> the the alligator has you it clamps down super hard. Oh, you can only hold never mind. Okay, keep yeah. going. Yeah. Miriam notices the kids are laughing. They have no clue. This is insane. Yeah, the kids are like, this is the best birthday the show of their life. To. Yeah. yeah. Guys, and what you're thinking this. of is that you can hold their mouth. You can hold this mouth shut. I know exactly. Yeah. As I was mm-hmm. talking about it, I was like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Okay. And here comes this guy. To save the, this other guy is of no help. This guy in the in the green shirt on the left. Uh, he's just like a looky-loo. Like, oh. Is he just giving like an okay sign to the lady? Like, yeah. your hands may be okay. He's like, okay. you're, you're doing a, the, keep up the good work, everybody, but I'm not getting in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the government employee. You guys okay? And they're just going to try to, try to, like, uh, like it's just like a submission hold. I would oh get, like, gosh. a different, like, delicious treat, like something like, uh, what the, what the gators eat? No, like, it's uh, not like and go for that. Yeah, you can't get, like, somebody like a crowbar. You a crowbar, exactly. No, they're not letting go because right now he's feeling threatened and that's why he's attacking. He's not letting go unless you give him, force him to let go. See, this is the kind of stuff you get on Nature with Tyson. Yeah. What if you tickled him? If you got like underneath and then. I think these guys are doing the right thing, but they need to get something to pry that mouth open. What would you get? Oh, like Jaws of Life. So what this guy is doing right now in the fluorescent is he's keeping the alligator from spinning, which could potentially damage her shoulder or her elbow or her wow. wrist or I make- think this was just like, um, I, I think like a, a, a kid's parent. I don't even think he was like a worker there. I think scales and tails yeah. might uh, no longer be available. Mm. Yeah. This was the last time you could go to scales and tails and what a finale it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Had a good run. Do we yeah. want to keep uh, finding yeah, out what happens? What, you want to see what happens? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Do we? In Salt Lake City, by the way. Should we have our next live show at Scales and Tails? Yes, we should. I think they go to you. They go to you? They do come yeah. to you, yeah. But I don't know if this came to you or if this was at them. Okay. How do they get her arm out? That's the part I didn't so, see. This guy's like in an MMA, like ground and pound. Oh, what do you throw at the his phone? His phone. He's like, hey, my phone is going to get wet. Somebody put this in rice until I get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he should have gotten Apple Care. Yeah. The woman is, is doing a great she's job. She's relaxing now. Yeah, she's yeah, like, okay. She needs to. She honestly needs to not fight she's and like, pull. I can get used to this. Kudos to her for just chilling. It, that's hard because I'm sure she's in quite a bit of pain. Yeah. Does it, does it shock help you chill a little bit? I mean, I don't. I think everybody's different. Wait, what's going to happen, Tyson? The the alligator's just going to get bored? I think the alligator's going to let go at some point and then start trying to fight the dude off the bat. Okay. Oh. Moving. See? Moving. Oh, and she has it with her legs. Okay. He's out. And now how does the guy get out? Get away from the alligator. He's got to pin down the mouth. He has to die. The mouth. No, he pins down the mouth. Oh, okay. Well, I like my story better. That's more. Yeah, right. one of them has to die. Yeah. This guy's the hero. Yeah. yeah. I think he needs to try and get the alligator out of the water. Mm. I, I, with the kids? Get some duct tape. Well, duct, there's that shelf right mouth. there. 
There's that shelf right there you can get it out of. That's where I think he needs to get it out of and face it towards the water because it's going to want to get back to the water. Tempt the gator with a child. Hmm. They love children. So, like, just kind of dangle a kid in front of its face and then let the guy escape. Okay, so he's now on top of the gator. We will. Yeah, they're not going to show that. It was gruesome. He jumps out with the alligator. Look at this guy. Incredible. That guy's a hero. That was incredible. And kudos to that guy for stepping in. Looked like he knew enough about alligators to like know to stop the alligator from doing the death the death roll. I think that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, for reals, that's not even a joke. They do call it the death roll. And so he stopped it from doing that on the woman. And then uh, he pushed it into the back corner and jumped and ran. And I've been to Gatorland before, where they bring out alligators like that, and they're always so chill, just like hey. So that is crazy. I would never I, trust uh, an alligator. Do we know what that woman's injuries were? Yeah, she's in the hospital. Uh, she was on the Today Show. Uh, she's smiling in her pictures. I'm assuming uh, that she, uh, she... Like a bodybuilder smile where she's flexing and trying no, to look no, happy? Uh, or like she, she really that, does look happy? Um, she had to get surgery, but she said on Facebook that it should result in full use of her hand. Uh, oh, and uh, she called uh, the the man who saved her. Uh, uh, his uh, last name is uh, Weisselman. Uh, I'm trying to get his uh, for Donnie Weisselman is his name. Uh, he Donnie, was there. Cool name. He was there with uh, his uh, uh, stepson and new wife. Oh, dude! I bet she, they made love so hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, also, um, this, you know how he celebrated? <laughs> yeah, we, uh, Danny already told no, us. No, no, that, well, maybe later, but he said, uh, once I knew things were under control and the EMTs were coming, I went outside and smoked a cigarette. Oh, yes, this guy. <laughs> you know? I love it. Oh, oh, I'm laughing at my own joke. I like probably this storyline after the gator wrestling that happened. Mm-hmm. He gets married. Oh. He gets married to this woman. She's like, you can never smoke again. He's like, fine, I'll do it for love. Then he wrestles this gator. And then after he wrestles this gator, his new wife is like, you can do whatever you want right now. He's like, I'm going to smoke this cigarette. <laughs> wrestle me like, like you did that gator. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, okay. So she, he walks out and he's like, and that's cool too for the kids. Cause I bet a lot of kids have never seen, never seen a, smoking a cigarette. Smoke. Mm-hmm. And what a way to endear yourself to the new stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> I think too, America in general, this was Philip Morris is calling this man yeah. right now as the number one hey, cigarette influencer. Johnny. Hey, this is uh, <laughs> Philip from Philip, Philip Morris, Morris and yeah. Co. <laughs> We've, you're the I new face it. of smoking. <laughs> He's the new Marlboro man. I would have thought less yeah. of the guy if he'd gone out and vaped. <laughs> so I'm yeah, glad he no, was old school. A real and cigarette. Out and no, up yeah, the cigarette. There's no vapor that's wrestling an alligator. And by the way, a guy who smokes. It, it doesn't surprise me is also the kind of person who would jump in and wrestle right. an alligator because in both instances you're, you're accepting death as a possibility of that yes. activity. Yeah. It's yeah. like, nah, now nah, I'm used to this. kid. I'm going to get this gator. <laughs> mm-hmm. What an awesome dude. So, <laughs> he is awesome. Uh, he is awesome. The podcast? Like, honestly, he did. He's done two things in his life that I would, never has the guts to do and so smoke. i totally respect him smoke or and, you know i don't know i'd like to think i'd jump in and save someone from an alligator but the honest truth is i don't know if i would that guy didn't even think dude he just put the cigarette in his stepson's hand and jumped right in <laughs> so we have some uh, official comments from uh scales and tails they they had an official comment uh about the situation they called it the sort of event we hope never happens but they've hired Donnie mm-hmm. as a safety yes. coordinator. Even with the inherent risks murder. that we as the staff accept. Yeah, they can't. I don't know if they'll recover from this. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe the things requests will shoot through the roof. Mm-hmm. Possibility that. Hey, you know what? You I'll might be see honest, something like, extra. Uh, if I'm going to a scales and tails show, I'm like, hey, you never know what's going to happen. Scales and tails. I mean, you go to like uh, in the old days, you go to one of these things. It's like, oh, yeah, it's very boring. Uh, nothing, alligator's not going to do anything. It's like, oh, but 
might get the lady. Every party needs a Donnie, though, to keep things under control. Yeah, especially if, like, hey, don't worry, Donnie's here. Have you got your Donnie? Donnie's here. Where is he? Oh, he's out smoking. Oh, that could be a new job position. You hire a you you hire your Donnie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got your Donnie on hand. Yeah, he'll keep things under control. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's take uh, a moment to talk about a story that has uh, really gotten a lot of publicity. And uh, some of our listeners have said, uh, wait, I don't understand. What's the big deal? Uh, There's a story that is uh, getting a lot of pub on the Internet about a man who flew a whopping 650 miles to meet a woman he met on TikTok, and now they are in a relationship. I've See, heard a story like this before. This isn't a story about flying to meet someone. This yes. is a story about the desperation of men and the willing, Wait. you know, the lengths they're willing to go to to meet someone in this day and age. Mm-hmm. That's not even this day and age. I met somebody whose first name is Tony, last name. Flockachos, Flockos, mm-hmm. yeah. something. Sounds right. He was on Survivor. Yep. He told us a story of meeting girls in chat rooms pre like social media days. Okay. He's from New Jersey. He would fly down to Miami, get a tan, mm-hmm. and then I believe he flew to London, England from Miami with his new tan, Florida tan, to go on a first date with someone he met in a chat room. Well, that does what? sound like uh, the kind of wild plan a uh, Tony Vlachos type uh, would do. Why couldn't he tan in New Jersey? Yeah, why not go to a tanning bed? It's winter. I mean, I don't know the whole, uh, the whole ins and outs of the story. I just know that uh, I wouldn't do that. Dude, that's mm-hmm. what a Tony. A Donnie saves a woman from an alligator. A yeah. Tony flies to Miami to get a tan before meeting someone from a chat room in London. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so names make a difference. Does he stay overnight, or is he just like a, like has like a tr- a connecting flight and then just goes out to the parking lot for eight hours and then uh, gets back on the plane? <laughs> Everyone no, knows I, the asphalt is the best place to. Yeah, tan. that's because it's uh, forty degrees hotter yeah. than the actual air temperature, <laughs> so you can really get a good tan. Like he just lays out there on a sheet of aluminum foil, yeah, and then uh, gets back on the plane. That only plays into my desperation uh, (laughs) commentary earlier. I mean, men are desperate and they'll go to great lengths. Yeah, what women are traveling 600 miles to meet. uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, but is 600 miles that far? No, it's really not that far. It's a short flight. He flew 600 miles. That flight probably cost him $200 on Allegiant. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that much. So if he had done it on horseback. A hundred then you're crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. A hundred years, but a hundred years ago, you would have, they would have, you know, sent you a a telegram via Pony Express and said, Hey, your wife is here. Uh, We've arranged this marriage for you. And then you ride 600 (laughs) miles to settle, make your new settlement and marry the person you never met. Mm hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I still think this is impressive in that it's like that there's a financial cost. You You don't know anything about this person, really. I mean, we all know that yeah, the internet is not people ne- meet online and then and then go meet each other. Like, uh, what, what's all the, the big deal? I'm going to look if at you, the next plane load of people I'm sitting with in yeah. a different way. Like, how many of you are on your way to meet a stranger? Hands up. Hmm. Probably Dude, everyone on the plane. Uh, I mean, probably to a certain degree, because every time I'm on a plane, there's a good chance that that is the case. Yeah. But I think if you have substantial evidence that they're a real person, like what, what substantial evidence over the internet? So let's have say you that seen you deep fakes. Yeah. But let's say you make a connection with them and you, with see, who? how do you know who you're making the connection with? That's what I'm talking about. Well, you look through their TikTok account. You can see maybe they have their Instagram link to it. They have their cert I mean, somebody could build an elaborate yeah, you can limit your exposure to a fraud, but I don't think you can completely 
eliminated. Right. But you just meet somewhere in public for the first time. And if it doesn't, then you're like, okay, worst case scenario, I got a pretty cheap trip to North Dakota. Yeah, mm-hmm. But if you have a horn dog who just flew 650 miles, if mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, I want to meet at this motel. He's like, oh yeah, so do I. And then he's like, doesn't even care. He doesn't even see the cheap motel. He just sees, you know, what he wants love? to see. Yeah. Love. <laughs> yeah. So I don't see love. that's not necessarily, was that supposed to be some type of negative scenario, Danny? Well, then I'm saying he gets robbed at the cheap motel. No, these people were in love. Yeah. They're okay. in love, dude. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, he's demonstrating some kind of uh, impulse. Yeah. Love. I just, I don't know, like, uh, who's making money on this? Like, I feel like that this article got like so much promotion where the New York Post was, uh, promoting it and all all these other websites were highlighting. Somebody did. Like, the TikTok person probably, this, their publicist got the story pushed out. Yeah. Cause this isn't even the first time that this happened. And it's for sure not the longest trip somebody's taken. I gave you an even longer trip, Mm -hmm. uh, that someone took and they made a stop to get a tan first. Well, Starting with Eric Laval on Twitter, people were saying, I flew longer than this to see Rob Sesternino. Hmm. That's true. That's an indication of greater love. Your love can be measured in miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the miles you flew to visit. Because I would fly up to Seattle to see Liz, uh, the my wife, uh, when we were dating. I mean, mm-hmm. that's got to be an indication of something. Yeah. But honestly, this is a, the kind of story that reappears because people love it. And I think news people on a slow day will pick it up because they know it's a it's a good go to story. story. Yeah. 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 That's Sorry. true. Was it a slow news day yesterday? I guess not that much. Yeah, not world. much going yeah. on around the world. I mean, yeah, that's what that's what everybody's been complaining about. Just like uh, super <laughs> not boring, enough news. no news, not All enough right. news, the, more news. TikTok dating story. OK, Um how would you guys like to hear about a 100-year-old powerlifting great-grandma? I would Heck love you, to hear about that. Dude, that's all I want to hear about. That's a feel-good story for the week. Those who are She's aging. She's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Don't care about that part. <laughs> yeah, anybody can be in that if, as long as they come up with something that's ridiculous she that was nobody's ever wanted to do. and started mm-hmm. weightlifting. And then, okay. I guess... Um, you know, uh, during COVID, she's like got even more into training. Cranked it up. Yeah. I bet she I like the story. Everything about the story is great. 91. Not mm-hmm. very many people are starting new things at 91. Yeah. Uh, and then if you look at the picture or watch the video, it is kind of terrifying to watch her lift that. I mean, her arms, uh, they look like they yeah, look I'll like Slim Jims. Let me play the video for you. Slim Jims. And also, I noticed her grip. Like one is palm out, one yeah, is palm in. She's doing like a like a mixed grip here. Uh, yeah. This is from Inside Edition. Has uh, this story, and uh, let me go ahead and uh, bring bring this up for you. Uh, they don't say okay. what how much weight she's powerlifting. Dude, it doesn't matter if she's lifting the bar. If she's the lifting bar the bar at hundred years old, there's yeah. plates. Okay, there's uh, plates even. Yep. Yeah. Here you go. Wow. Here's, here is powerlifting uh, granny. Here she is. Uh, let's let's see what she's doing. Her name is Edith Murray. Here she is. Watch her. She's got, so her. she's got like a mixed grip here. Mm-hmm. Bunch of people are watching. She's got a spotter. The spotter doing, is older than her. She's got like a like a deadlift here, and the bar is up. Boom! Boom! She got it. Okay. She was with, born the, by the way. With your legs, what? not your back, granny. Yeah. Okay. 1921. Yeah. Wow. She's seen it all. She has seen it all. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like she's still out there crushing it. Uh, I do wish, does it say anywhere the weight? I didn't see anywhere where it said the weight. Andrew, maybe that's not important. uh, Looks like uh, he might know something. Says 130 pounds on the deadlift. That's pretty good. Wow. That is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, How much she weighs? I'm not sure. Do you think I could do 130 pounds on a deadlift? I think you could. Probably throw out your back. I yeah. probably would hurt my back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you got to have good technique. I mean, how much yeah. time have you been spending on good technique? Yeah. I, I appreciate anyone who's old uh, and still doing stuff. So this is a feel-good story for me. This is a more more of a feel-good story than the the horny dude who flew 650 miles. Yeah, you want to see, yeah. see her? The horny, uh, desperate dude. Yeah, exactly. How much she can bench? 
Let's oh, see. she benches? Yeah, she's got the bench bench press. Send her to the NFL Combine. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see. She'd break another world record there, I yeah. bet. These guys look pretty bored that are watching uh, Granny Powerlift. I mean, well, powerlifting in general yeah. is not that exciting I mean, to watch. This guy was not even looking. Yeah, that guy... And well, the people who are looking, they're just hoping to see something dramatic happen. Oh, like no. an alligator come and bite her hand. Were there alligators there? <laughs> Motivational alligators. <laughs> which they always know. have over like motorcycle jumps. Which yeah. I, I, but don't necessarily get used as often as I would hope. Mm-hmm. Motivational alligators are great. And even in powerlifting, if like the powerlift was somehow saving her from being eaten by alligators, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Everybody wins. Okay, so congratulations, Edith Murway, 100-year-old powerlifting wow. granny. Do you ever think you, you'd get so old that an alligator wouldn't even try to bite you? Hmm. Like They might be like, I don't like stringy. That, meat is no. way too aged. Or no, because they, they, like, they like to eat already dead, rotting carcasses. So I'm That's sure true. They're, they're not fine. picky. They're not picky. Uh, Maximus' mom... Food says, I need to know her life diet for being so strong at 91. I bet it's uh, two Dr. Peppers a day and four cigars. And those yeah. are the only two constants in her life. Mm-hmm. He really hit one of my most annoying, the, one of the most, the things that annoys me the most about old Ooh. person stories. Well, he, that's why probably why he brought it up is that I hate hearing, I drank a glass of wine and took a morning walk. And that's how I got to 110. Yeah. yeah. It's like, nah, that's not how. That's what you like, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those yeah. are the things you enjoyed on your way to 110. Yeah. But that's not how you got to 110. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we can't say that it's not how, but it's not how everyone's going to get to 110. Yeah, yeah, you're not giving us some recipe for guaranteed 110-year-old life. Yeah. Although this woman could say powerlifting keeps me young. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would be more willing to agree to that because yeah. it kind of feeds into my bias, but... I think you were either built for 110 or you weren't. Yeah, like, that's uh, exactly right. If you were I built think. for 110, you could smoke two packs of cigarettes a day, uh, you know, eat red meat. Wrestle like, uh, alligators. Worst case scenario, you're only getting a 108. You really, you think so? Yeah. And then I think that is, you were smoking built. cigars will dramatically reduce your life. Yeah, mm. but people smoke their whole lives. And there are people until, that do, but yeah. there's also a lot of negative repercussions from smoking that much. Not everybody feels those but most people do mm-hmm. yeah like you lose a lot of friends yeah. <laughs> that's true which then makes you sad which then makes you not live as long mm. yeah all right well um there is the powerlifting granny and then there's another granny who uh was uh not doing so well uh there was a woman in the united kingdom uh she was uh 83 years old uh, mm-hmm. and she had a very bad thing happen to her. She fell into a ravine. That is bad, especially as at that age. Like taking age. a fall into a, a ravine is always going to be a little bit painful mm-hmm. or a lot painful. Not only just uh, physically, but also emotionally, mentally. Yeah. And uh, what happened? You don't want yep. to get ravined. And so the woman's cat uh, decided to go and just start bringing some attention, went to the neighbors, went to a nearby neighbor and then uh, started meowing. And then a person followed the cat to the ravine where like, they, they found the woman. Like the lassie of the lassie of, of cats. felines. Yes. That's crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. How did you get to 108, Grandma? Didn't Loyal cats and a cup of hot chocolate. Every I didn't morning. even know cats could do that. Where mm-hmm. they like, I know that collies can. Where you go and you're like, "Hey, neighbor, bark, 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 Look, bark." The cat and didn't then you're care like, "Follow about me." Her. What the cat what you think was That's the what, absence of food when the owner think. died. So it's like, I need, if this but, thing dies on me, I'm not going to get fed for but a while. That's what I was thinking. But then I thought it went to the neighbors and instead of the neighbors giving it food and it staying there, it took the neighbors to the ravine. Yeah. Those, th- those are some patient, open-minded neighbors to be yeah. like, I'm going to follow this. Just like, this doing? telling like, me right, something. Fine. Let's follow I'll it all day. Yeah. yeah, right. Who follows a cat? I might follow a dog, but a, a cat, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? I mean, you almost have to also give a medal to the neighbors who were willing 
and open-minded oh, and patient enough yeah. to follow the cat. And who was the person that was just like, this cat wants us to follow it. That was the neighbor. Uh, the woman's that neighbor is named Someone's uh, fallen down Tamar <laughs> Longmere. Uh, she's 38. And uh-huh. she followed the cat. And this is awesome. all according to the police department. So you don't think this 38-year-old neighbor actually pushed this lady in the ravine only to then be like, oh, that was wrong. I got to figure well, out how to save her. Well, the 83-year-old woman uh, did not tell the police that she was pushed. Okay. Okay. By the cat. Mm-hmm. By the uh, do you think Matt Di- uh, Damon and Ben Affleck have already bought the rights to this They bought the rights story? to this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they For buy sure. the rights right. to every thing. They also bought the rights to the uh, Scales and Tales story we had. There's a lot of cool movies coming out in our future. Yeah. This is a late-breaking story that got uh, sent to us by one of our listeners. Uh, Mike Rauman sent us this on Twitter. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a new study says that playing video games for two hours burns as many calories as doing 1,000 sit-ups. Uh, are you buying this, Tyson? Two hours of video games equals 1,000 sit-ups. I mean, I could probably do 1,000 sit-ups if you really pressed me. In like what, 10 to 20, 30 minutes, something like that. Hmm. Uh, and then sitting there playing video games. I mean, it probably has to burn some, but I don't think that it's going to uh, tone you anywhere. Hmm. So I will say that in two hours, you were really sweating. Yeah, you were getting real sweaty. Yeah. So there is calorie burn taking place, especially if I'm doing like a lot mm-hmm. of rage. Rage play. Yeah. A, thousand uh, a lot of sit-ups. But the thousand sit-ups, no, this is um I did a hundred sit-ups last night news. and that was plenty for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you sat there with that Bruce Lee device that shocks your stomach. Yeah. Muscles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you had that on. But I mean, no, that's there's no comparison. Mm, let's see. It, because the by we should be able to take out any major yeah. game and be like, hey, I mean, do a thousand sit-ups right now. Tyson, it was a waste of time because <laughs> instead of doing a hundred sit-ups, you could have played twelve minutes of video games. No. Oh yeah, that's true, because you did the math there. Yeah. Uh DePete in the chat says if the video game is a Peloton. And then uh Thomas, uh our friend from the Czech Republic says, Is it sit ups VR? That's that's the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Virtual yeah. reality sit-ups. Uh yeah. There's yeah. a I think so, uh I think you do burn calories and you probably burn an elevated amount of calories using your concentration. So you're using your brain, you're using your hands a little bit. You're also probably adrenaline is going somewhat depending on the game. And screaming. Uh, so I, I don't dismiss that they're burning calories and maybe even they are burning a thousand calories, but they're not working out a particular muscle in their body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this article also says a separate study last year also found that gamers are 21% more likely to have a healthy body weight than non gamers. But doesn't that also mean that they're they are 79% uh, less likely to have a healthy body than non-gamers? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Am I understanding that math wrong? <laughs> so you're saying that 21% of gamers have a better than average uh, yeah. weight. But then the others could. That could be correct. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But uh mm-hmm. Let me break and think about it for a second here, Rob. What I'm thinking is that the general population Maybe there's a percentage that has the same. Well, I'm thinking the general population versus the entire gamer community. Mm-hmm. There's 21 percent more uh, people with the proper body weight or whatever. What's that thing? The body mm-hmm. mass scale or whatever. BMI. Uh, the BMI. So I think. Uh, I think, yeah, sure. But also it's not just from burning calories while playing video games. Cause Danny will tell you firsthand when he's entrenched in like the game of a lifetime, he's skipping meals to stay there. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Definitely skipping yeah, why, meals. What game do you play Danny? Well, I mean, I don't play anymore, but I used to he used play, to play lot. Halo. Lots Halo. of Halo. Halo, Destiny, mm-hmm. Call of Duty. Yep. Okay. Well, so, so, yeah. So Danny, would you say that any of those purchases were a waste? Oh, uh, of my video games? Yeah. No, none of them. Maybe okay. like some of the upgrades you buy, but 
Because no. a recent study of 2,000 Americans, uh, but yeah. can we get T-shirts made that say uh, like uh, <laughs> 2,000 Americans agree with me? Yeah. Survey people. This yeah, is survey, survey people. people. <laughs> okay. uh, I am survey people. A uh, recent yeah. study of 2,000 Americans found that people spend an average of $899 per year on disappointing items. Oh, I spend way more than that, dude. Bringing that total to $70,000 on online purchases in their lifetime that they are disappointed in. Yep. I, I easily believe that. Mm-hmm. More, more. Yeah. Every time I buy something where people are like, like I'll go to the, got to get your car fixed. And they're like, oh, we actually got to switch out this part. It's going to be, yes, it's going to be a $2,500 coding. No, for me, I say, well, I've spent a lot more money on a lot stupider stuff. And they always laugh and I laugh, but also I'm like, I can't believe this. You die so a little much. inside. I die a little inside. So I believe that, yes, uh, there's, I think it's more. And I think uh, that that's eight, well, it can $900. Be more. Yeah. I think $900 a year seems small because I'll literally have a $900 purchase once in a while where I'm like, that was so stupid of me. Big mistake. Yeah, but I am getting better and I try to get better. Mm-hmm. And one thing I always have lived by is that if you're going to buy something, make sure it's better than all the other things of that thing that you already own. That's in clothing and toys and stuff never like that. Never take so a I, step down in your Never purchasing. take a step down. Yeah. So if I'm going to buy a hat, it's got to be my new number one hat. But you can't know if it's going to be your number mm. one hat. I mean, you but, can't, you can't tell what an item is going to be to you until you actually own and use it. That's true. So, but that, that's what you're, but that's what I'm shooting for. Yeah. If I'm yeah. buying a t-shirt, it better beat all my other t-shirts or at least in my mind in that moment, it should. Uh, but yeah, there uh, people in the chat are mentioning a lot of like little disappointing items like uh, Colleen's like $10 on lunch yesterday, which but that's not an online is, purchase. Oh, an online purchase. Maybe Your she ordered it online purchases. and showed up. I, I, cause I, I agree with Colleen. I was thinking food too. If you incorporate like all the bad meals you've purchased, it's yeah, going to be a lot higher. If you order yeah. it on DoorDash and it gets delivered to you, I don't know if that counts as an online purchase. It should. It should. Cause it's definitely disappointing a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. So the categories include 60% in clothing, 27% in tech, and uh, 25%, I guess 25% of the people said also children's products. This is the first survey person study that I wholeheartedly agree with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You want to hear about Americans' most disappointing online purchases? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one person said uh, steaks that tasted like shoes. Did you buy it from the van man? <laughs> but no, this is online. This okay. Is online. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, how about this one? Supplements to help me lose weight, but I gained weight instead. Could you yeah. play video okay. games? Okay. I like it. I Next think, one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I bought a book that I needed for community college. And when it arrived, it was uh, the sh- cardboard shipping container. Nothing else. That was disappointing. Gosh, no one said the iPhone. Hmm. <laughs> Nobody said that. Or a tablet. No. No. An overhyped piece of Apple equipment. No. So I mean, right there, you're, you're at nine hundred dollars, and it only had one brightness button, and you could not lower the brightness. It was so bright you couldn't use it. <laughs> you could wear a mask. A lot of these I think outside the products. Box. You yeah. could avoid Like I wouldn't have thought. I mean, I you, sometimes when you try to get away with the cheap, this goes back to Tyson's philosophy. Sometimes you try and get the cheap thing, right? Uh, you know in your heart you shouldn't go cheap on this item, you know, but you do because you just want to believe that it can still be good and be cheap and then it ends up being garbage. Mm-hmm. I feel like you get caught a lot doing that. Um, nobody's mentioning like really big purchases that seem obvious to me. There's so much. My biggest regrets really are things like iPhones and, you know, like high end things you buy with big expectations that just end up being mediocre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No there's that. There's a, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of stuff like that, that like, uh, 
cameras a lot of times because yeah. a lot of times people end up not using their cameras because they have their camera on their phone and it's like a pain to pull out another camera. Uh, well, and like, yeah, cameras are huge point and shoot cameras. That's yeah. 500, $400 purchase right there. And people quickly realize yep. that they're going to get a marginally better picture than their phone. And then they just sit in a drawer until they become obsolete. Uh, yeah. I, drones. I mean, how many people have bought a drone and crashed it the mm-hmm. next day? Yeah. And instantly regretted their purchase. Sure. I, mean, I just bought it. Well, and listen to this. I just bought a drone yesterday. And then when I linked it all up and set it up, it asked me if I wanted to buy drone insurance for $50 for the year, which I did buy, which is probably a huge waste. So I wasted at least $50 there on drone insurance, if not hundreds of dollars on the drone. On the drone itself. And mm-hmm. when you Tyson asked me about this drone and I was torn because I, for me, it's like not the best of the best, you know? So he's trying to get this cheaper drone, but it's a was, nice drone. It's nice enough. But you, whenever a person asks you about a product, and this is probably another reason people buy purchase or uh, purchase things that they regret. They talk to other people who's perhaps their idea of what's good. Isn't in line with what they think is good. Right. And so the regret on a suggestion, uh, I think that happens all the time. Well, so for me, I wanted a teeny tiny drone I could put in my pickleball bag. Yeah, that fits. And it makes sense. It's just you never know. Like for me, I, I was kept thinking, man, I don't know if the image quality is going to be good enough for Tyson because the sensor is so small. But you know what? Maybe it'll work out. But I'm just going to have it hovering just a little bit above the court and get just like a bird's eye view of playing yeah. pickleball, right. which is what. Uh, I think that's what the masses have wanted is some pickleball drone footage. Well, I agree with this study and if they had called me, I may not have answered it, but this is a study that I can definitely agree with. Danny, are you ready to take us to your bolt hole? Yeah. I just was checking my stories. I've yeah. Got and I'm ready to get loaded. there. Yeah. All right, here we go. So here is Danny's world famous bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yeah. Oh, before we get into this, Danny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The largest, uh, the largest purchases the most wasted money, maybe not the most wasted money, but I bought an overly priced TV and I see people in the chat mentioning that. And I could have definitely spent way less on a TV that I would not have even noticed the difference. Boy, in. Yeah. Now th- I feel like that this is a uh, major uh, concession on your part, Tyson, because you have long debated with Danny about how Danny is famously the guy. I have no TV TV list. I think you need a TV. It's nice to have a nice TV, but I could have definitely spent half the money for something that to my eyes would have been. Mm-hmm. You can't discern, you, you know, you don't have yeah. that discerning eye between 5k and 8k. Well, some people do, I feel, or they like to think they do. And they that's like fine they do. if they do, but I am not uh, ashamed to admit that I don't. Well, now, you know, next purchase will be different. And, uh, maybe, you're like a maybe I wouldn't machine. have, maybe I wouldn't have learned my lesson at all. Hopefully mm-hmm. I can keep this TV for, uh, multiple lifetimes to come. Yeah. Oh, yeah, multiple lifetimes. Yeah. A lot nice. of these TVs, uh, last, uh, 30, 40 years. This better. Mm-hmm. I have a TV in my basement that the guy refused to take out. Cause it's one of those projector TVs. It's so big. You need a crane okay. and it's just sitting here in the basement. It's gotta be 25 years old. Why don't you hook it up old. for your kids? Oh, my kids play Xbox on it. Oh, okay. they used to. Now they That's just leave cool. it on. No, now TVs on. last uh, a couple of years. That's it. They they make yeah. it so they break after a couple of years. Right. I always feel like that's an actual scam. I don't have any survey yeah. research on that, but I do feel like the two years, everything seems to fall apart after yeah, two years. TV it's is very like, suspicious. Ah, let's include the self-destruct feature. At two years right yeah. after the warranty Tyson, expires. Like if, if they sold you a TV that was like, actually, uh, this one comes without the self-destruct feature. Buy that one. I mean, it's, that's worth its weight in gold. Well, I think you buy, obviously, you got to choose what price range you're comfortable with mm-hmm. buying. And then you go with, so you set your budget, buy the biggest TV you can buy with that budget. 
Okay. This is your advice? Yeah. Okay. You just you just talked about your regrets. Do people want to take advice from someone who is experiencing regret? No, I think because I could have gotten a bigger TV for half the price, mm. and uh, and it was the same uh, resolution, etc. I just went with one that they for some reason was ranked way better. All right. Well, let's talk about best friends uh, since okay. we're all best friends. Yes. Yes. Um, if you think back to your childhood, how did you come about most of your best friends? I never had my best friends that I have now. Yeah. No, no, when you were a kid. When I was a kid school. in grade yeah. school, it was all neighbors and neighbors, church, okay. and school. All right. Oh, uh, was, and extracurriculars. So, like, I did swimming. I had some yeah, friends extra swimming. Curriculars. Yeah, extracurriculars. Uh, sure. Great answers. And with school starting up, my kids just went started going back to school today, this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a study out. This very, yeah, I know. It, my wife was all sad. I thought, sad. I need to take, I need to record you when you're complaining yeah. about them well, being going here. to college. So, what, when you talk about being sad that they left the house, you'd be like, yeah, well, this is how you were 12 hours ago mm-hmm. with these kids. So, so uh, but anyway, some sociologists in Hungary, they did a study of 40 different schools and they found that, here, I'll read the headline. Okay. Your oldest childhood friends can be the people or, or more are very likely to be the people you are randomly placed by at school, meaning you were put in a seat next to other people and you became friends. They make this study sound like it's a big deal, but it just says that you're 7% Makes more likely to become friends with a good friend with someone if they were placed next to you in class. And they say that this is a good way to maybe mix up who you're friends with. If you're a teacher and you're looking at assigning seats and maybe you feel like someone needs to diversify their friend group, you could try to engineer socially engineer a friendship. Teachers have of saying like, okay, well, let's see uh, who's going to be friends for the next 40 years. Are you, you, (laughs) you, you be best. You're the best man in this person's wedding. I disagree with this because I famously always had to sit as far apart from my closest friends in my class. Because you're too disruptive. Because I was too disruptive. So I don't necessarily think it was the person that was sitting next to me in class. It was someone from my class. But you all go to recess together. You all eat lunch together. You all goof around in class together. So for me, it was people in the class. But I don't necessarily remember them sitting next to me. And I think once the the teacher discovered that we were friends. Uh, I had to sit next to the teacher and then my friend had to sit in the very far corner. Again, the odds aren't huge. And here it says the team's analysis found that students who sat next to each other had a 22% likelihood of becoming mutual friend, uh, mutual friends, 7% higher than if they did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like a big deal, but you could as a teacher assigning seats, try and it, you know, what uh, teachers I don't know what they, you know, what kind of fun they have teaching, but this is one of the small perks of maybe being a teacher. You could try and create friendships that last a lifetime and then you could take pride in that. Like, you Oh, definitely I could. You, so what you if Tommy you would never have been friends if I hadn't sat you next to each other? So here's an, a hypothetical. Let's say Danny and I sit next to each other in kindergarten and first grade, our teacher's places there. We become best friends. Danny ends up being a bad seed later in life. Naturally lures me into committing a bunch of crimes. And then when we go to court, I blame it on the kindergarten. The teacher. teacher. You're right. You know, with all that power comes some responsibility. You have to be liable mm-hmm. if you're going to create the friendships, right? Yeah. And if they, you know, if you can get them to, to confess on tape, like going with a wire to your first mm-hmm. grade, grade teacher and say, why yeah. did you sit me next to Danny? So they could be friends. For and then she's like, are you wearing a wire? You're like, no, you like rip off your shirt, but it's in your pants. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, obviously. But then she spills like, yeah, I sat you next to him. I thought you guys would be good friends. And uh, I got you. FBI storms yeah. in. Handcuffs her. <laughs> Everybody <around>. get down. <laughs> no. or, or she could even go even further. Be like, I always saw him as a bad seed and you were a decent seed. So I thought putting you together oh, would help yeah. him. But in actuality, what it did was create. That's taking seeds. it to the next step. Right. That's really you would really have to know your students. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a good incentive for teachers to get to know their students. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. just know that maybe when your kids come home from school, ask them who they're sitting next to. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that find out all you can about their families. Yeah. yeah. And run a background check on that kid. 
Yeah, do some Facebook stalking mm-hmm. uh, and find out all you can because that's probably your kid's newest bestest friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how far are you willing to travel to see to learn about your friend? Kid's <laughs> More best than friend. 600 miles? Not even down the street. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I still don't know the name of most yeah. of my kid's friends. Are you... Because, Danny, your kids are older than Rob's and mine. Uh, my oldest is 11. Yes. Uh, oldest. So he is probably hanging out with friends quite a bit, right? Yeah. After school and stuff, going to friend's house. And a neighbor. Okay. Those are his two best friends. And do they come over to your house to hang out mostly? Yeah, or do they, they go only somewhere else? really come over to this house. Which I think is, that's what you want as a parent. Right? I, everybody says that. And then when they're at your house, you it's really annoying. wish they weren't there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how yeah. we have some neighbor kids that come in uh, once in a while. And they'll just walk straight through the front door. And then all yeah, of a sudden I'm crazy. babysitting seven kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. So you're like, oh, it's cool. I can monitor my kid. But at the same time, I wish they were somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm going to have to clean up after them. Yes. So, right. Danny, cool. great job on the bolt hole. Yeah, Danny, really a plus job today. You guys, my confidence is going to be through the roof for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you got coming up, Danny? Any adventures? Oh man, I you know what? I don't know. I've got the monsoon. Tyson's got his monsoon season, and sometimes it spills over up mm-hmm. here. Oh, and are so you going to get some rain? Yeah, we're getting some of that monsoon love. Dangerous there. to be up in those mountains with the lightning. But you're going to clear out some of that smoke then with that rain. Oh, huh? my gosh. So much smoke. California's really imported a lot of smoke. Yeah, that's crazy. So that'll We're be good. Exported a lot of smoke. Yeah, it will be good. And plus, you have a huge fire just north of here. Burning oh, man. Trees. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how much I'll be doing in this monsoon season. With flash flooding and the lightning. Yeah. Well, uh, that's good, though. You need yeah. that rain. Oh, yeah. How do you play uh, pickleball in those soggy courts? You got indoor uh, courts? No, they're all outdoor, but we just usually Suck we're up, still right? able to play. No, I won't. I don't play when I'm going to slip. If there's a time, if there's, if it's slippery, I won't. But like it rained last night pretty hard, but the courts are dry now. So I could go play and then it's probably going to rain later tonight, but I'll have gotten some play in before then. Okay. It looks like it might rain here today. But Tyson, so, I just realized you've traveled more than 650 miles for pickleball, haven't you? Sure. Yeah, multiple times. So that's really a great indication of your love for the sport. For the game. Yeah. Yeah. Really is. Uh, Rob, what do you have coming up? Tonight, I'll be talking about the fifth best Survivor season of all time, as voted by the fans of Rob as a podcast, Survivor China. I like how you didn't share any liability in it being fifth place. Well, <laughs> voted by the fans. My, it's not my number five. Uh, okay. But that was what the fans voted. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it's like, sometimes it'd be like, you, why do you make this that high? And sometimes like yeah. things are higher than I would have them. Uh, okay. And also, then, uh, yeah, I also, you might think this is interesting. I yes. watched, uh, on, uh, Robin and keeping a podcast. I watched half of the fast and the furious franchise of films, uh, with uh, my co-host Akiva watching the other half. And then we watched them all on three X and then oh. <laughs> tried to see if we could figure out what was going on. We traded off movies. I watched the cool. odd-numbered Fast and the Furious movies, and he watched on the even X. ones, and then, and then we came back in the, after each one and, re- and, and recorded and, and filled each other in. So how I, long does yeah. three speed take to watch that at uh, probably watch, like 40 uh, like minutes? A, fast, like an, a, a two-hour movie is about 40 minutes on 3X. That's incredible. Still too long. I gotta say, no, Danny, I was engrossed. I was, I basically like you're watching. You're hyper focused or what? Hyper focused. You turn, you you blink, Tyson. You're gonna miss something. You're on the edge of your seat watching a movie at three x. But do you get to watch? Do you catch everything? Is that a good speed? No, you're 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 holding on for dear life. It's a roller coaster, baby. <laughs> Dude, how many how many cigarettes did you have to smoke after watching? Oh, I needed more fast and furious. I mean, because figure th- those cars are going what like 130, 140 miles an hour. Three <laughs> X, they're going like over four hundred miles an hour. <laughs> that is furious. Yeah. Wow. Well, much respect to you, dude. It I bet you burned so many calories a, watching yeah, that. Oh, I, I easily uh, lost at least like 40, 50 calories uh, watching those movies. It's incredible. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you, you look good. Thank you. Look you. I bet you clams, chocolate, and Fast and Furious at 3X are all aphrodisiacs. Yeah. 
if you could just uh, always sure. have that playing in the sure. background. I not. That's just so much action packed into one. <laughs> so much muscle, muscle cars, helicopters, explosions. Yeah, but everybody's voice is like a chipmunk, right? Oh, you can't listen to it with the the noise on. Uh, yeah, right? I mean, you have to I listen you to have the noise to. on. Yeah. You can't make out a person's dialogue at 3X. I think can you, you not? can. It depends. Well, can it depends. I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. I, at 1X, I had uh-huh. to really pay attention. I had the, the it, subtitles on also. So you were trying to Speed read. That is psycho. How are you not in the hospital? You, how many seizures did you have? None. Yeah, really. None. Yet. None? You're yeah. a specimen, Rob. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Congratulations to you. Thank did you? you Contact the Guinness Book of World Records no, at all? Yeah, with that's like a good a idea. Powerlifting granny. Yeah. So they were visiting her. They yeah. only have one team that goes out at a time. Yeah, yeah, get them over to your house next time you do that. A three X Fast and Furious binge. Anything I else? Recommend it. Anything else cool coming up like that? No, no, because that was cool a great like idea. Yeah, that was really cool. You'll never top that. Yeah, you just peaked. Yeah, yeah, you really I'm, did. I'm going to start uh, uh, calling some play by play of some uh, Madden simulations on on Twitch. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who with? Different people. Uh, okay. Just, uh, people who want to uh, be do color commentary on why Madden? Uh, that's the preeminent uh, football video game. They have a new Madden 22 coming out. I'm going to simulate an entire season of Jets football. Before wow. the start of week one to see if they can win, see if they can get in the playoffs. Good. See if you can get a gig announcing real games. No, well, That'd that would be, cool. be the dream. I, but that was that, like, that my, cool. my, like uh, boyhood dream was to be a uh, sports play by play announcer. So this is like as close as I get. You know what so sucks far. about that dream is that it, I feel like if you're a sports announcer, once you're locked in, you're locked in for life. Because I hear the same voices that I heard 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. yeah, they're tenure. They're not really letting up those positions. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. You got to get in. And once you're in, you yeah. keep well, it. Well, they do get a lot of f- new like players like come through. But then it's yeah. like uh, they sort of like replace each other. Yeah, exactly. The players come in to contribute for a while. They New move hotness. on. But the, yeah. the core of the panel is always yeah. the same. I'd like you to be the voice yeah. of the Jets. Yeah. I would That'd watch Jets games if that was the case. Yes. I really would. Okay. Fake ones or real ones? Both. Real ones. Yeah. Oh, and, you're and, not tuning into the again, fake ones. I just want to be clear. I will not be playing the video games. I'm going to be watching yes. simulations of uh, video games. Right. Correct. Yes. So, but are you... Is it someone you know playing the video games? No, it's the computer playing the computer. Oh, you nice. will burn nearly calories, by the way. No, I don't think so. Route. Probably not. He might by talking. Yeah, but that's the same as podcasting. If your adrenaline gets going. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't have anything that exciting coming up. Just trying to visit the courts in between monsoons and the monsoon <laughs> season <laughs> has been crazy here. Dumping torrential thunderstorms. Really nuts. Yes incredible thunderstorms Mm -hmm. arizona is famous for thunderstorms and like i said uh if these monsoons keep up uh then we will be the new garden of eden over here in arizona tyson do you ever think that if you just talked about pickleball in terms like that like if if uh somebody's asking you like oh tyson what do you do for a living like well spend most of my time in court like uh like they'll think like oh like uh i guess he's a lawyer they could think that back in uh, court you know i did an interview with men's health magazine and they asked what my occupation was and i said uh reality tv superstar pickleball personality and podcaster oh wow the big three the big three yeah so uh be on the lookout for that men's health wait is that a real thing is that going to come out yeah. Oh, exciting. And Vanity Fair will be coming out later in the year as well. With the photo shoot. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All wow, right. Look at you. Thank you all so Doing much it. for joining us here today. We'll be back next time with more uh, news. AF. Take care. Everybody have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. <laughs> 